Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be speaking with Rachel Wynott, all around not overthinking change, acting on it. We're going to be talking about why people overthink in the first place, why it's important to act immediately, the negatives of overthinking, and how to be better at it. So sit back, grab a pen and pad, and enjoy. Rachel, welcome. How are you? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. <laughs> I, I thought we'd start by sort of delving a bit more into uh, a background of yourself so the listeners can get a bit more of an idea about who you are and your little bit of a backstory. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so first of all, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited um, with, with the content that we're going to dive into today. Um, so for your listeners, I am a business and marketing success coach for entrepreneurs um, that want to be what I call freedompreneurs. So you mentioned there about the topic we're, we're talking about today. And I think we first um, met virtually, I suppose, over this topic around change, really. I think it was a comment on one of your Instagram posts where we first yes. started chatting. And the topic is not overthinking change, acting on it. So. First of all, why do, why do you think that people overthink change and dwell on it? Um, to be honest, I think it kind of can come from two parts. Obviously, there's the fear um, of the unknown and, you know, of making mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the second part is really about perfectionism. I find with a lot of my clients, they just want to be perfect and, you know, with their content and, you know, if it's, if it's social media or if it's, you know, even a business, you know, even the website or a podcast, whatever they're doing to put their content out there, they, they want that content to be perfect. Mm. Um, and I think there's, I think what I do with my clients and I try to coach them is, you know, perfection is not a reality. Um, and I think imperfection and, and imperfections are actually quite beautiful. And I say that because I find listeners or readers, um, essentially your audience, really can relate to those imperfections. And that is a strategy that I use specifically in my marketing tactics as well, because I want to be relatable to my audience and I want to be real and authentic. And I think that, you know, that that almost facade of and that the mental state of being perfect can over can override people to not put things out there and just get it out and take action, right? Mm, so definitely. yeah, I think that is a big part of it for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, to add to your points as well as well, I think sometimes with in this day and age we're so focused on investing time and, and into things that sometimes we think, you know, if, if it's not going to work, is it going to be a wasted effort? If, right. we're, if we're not sure and thinking, you know, I'm going to put invested so much time and energy into this, what happens if it goes wrong? What am I going to do? Right. And also, as you mentioned, that kind of the fear of the unknown, it's that kind of reality versus imagination. And obviously as imagination goes, we can be very imaginative with all the things that can go wrong and create this massive picture in our head that in reality probably isn't that realistic but of course once we start thinking it it becomes something that we start feeling that is mm -hmm. definitely I always tell um, my clients that 
you know what? If it's good enough, then it's good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So I like that. And I and I honestly think that for myself. You know what? If I'm not, you know what? If it's good enough, it's if it's good, it doesn't have to be perfect. If it's good, just let it go. Let it out there. You know, your message needs to get out there. And I and I'm a strong believer in that. And people need to hear your message. So if it's good enough, just get it out there. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. And I think one one other point as well, without going, I suppose, too deep and psychological is as human beings, we're sort of built for survival and quite often we'll, we'll stay where we are because it's comfort rather than moving to somewhere which is the unknown. We're more mm-hmm. motivated by staying away from pain than we are sort of moving towards gain sometimes. Yes. Um, and, the, and what we know in our world right now, our comfort zone is something that we know and we're comfortable with, whereas the unknown is, you know, it's, it's unimaginable sometimes. Yes, absolutely. But you just got you just have to break through that. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And, and you've mentioned um, a couple of points there, actually, because I was going to ask, what do you think, other than the, the points you mentioned, are some of the negatives of overthinking change and, and dwelling on it? Um, I mean, the obvious reasons, of course, I think, you know, there's, there's the, that fear inside, right? And that, that main, um, perfectionism. But I think if mm. you can just, you know, get over that, I think it comes from within. Definitely. You know, you have to have that confidence. Confidence is huge in business and in marketing as well. And being confident in yourself, um, and your content and whatever you're kind of putting out there, that people are going to relate to it in some way. You know, there's so many people in this world and yes, you're not going to touch every single person, of course, but if there's one, two, five, 10,000 people that, you know, eventually can see what your, your message is and, and relate to it, then that is beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned there, and you mentioned a couple of times around the perfection, this kind of perfect scenario of almost wanting it, everything to be in place before you begin. But it's almost unrealistic to expect that in the first place, because yes. sometimes until you start, you're not going to know what you need to know and what you need to learn. That's going to happen as you go along. Right. And as, yes. and as we know, the best way to learn quite often is to do. And of course, yes. by <laughs> getting into that habit of planning it it can become a dangerous habit of you know you're thinking i need to plan everything it's, you can go through your life of thinking i need to plan everything and i need other measures in place for me to be successful rather than being more reliant on my own innate yes. ability and my own that, strengths that is such a good point yes absolutely i have been through so many ups and downs in my business i mean <laughs> just to give you i guess a little bit of background um, I started my first business when I was only 22. So you can imagine, you know, obviously being a young 20s <laughs> girl and female, of course, you, you do have those insecurities. You do have those, you know, I need to be perfect and I need to do this perfectly, etc. Um, so it, it can be challenging, but at the same time, if I didn't do it, if I didn't get it out there when I was 22, it's been now been seven years to so do the math. I'm turning 30. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I would never have learned the challenges and I would have never learned how to grow a business and I would have never learned how to market my brand properly. And I've been through, you know, everything you can imagine over the last seven years, you know, the right way to do things, the wrong way to do things. Um, and I would have never learned that if I didn't actually take that action, 
when I was 22 years old, <laughs> you know, being really self-conscious, you know, I was still in university, didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, but I just had this intuition, I guess, and this passion and to start a business and, you know, to make a change um, in this world somehow. So, you know, that overrode my fear, I think, you know, that, that's that passion and that drive for success overrode the fear of doing it wrong and of, you know, not being perfect and all these things. And I think that is a huge message for, you know, entrepreneurs out there, new, even new entrepreneurs out there that, you know, if you could, success will come from you believing that you can do it and, and having that clear vision and that clear path. Um, and again, taking action because you'll never learn that way. And I've, you need to learn, right? You need to go down that path to learn what to do. So I think that's really powerful. And you mentioned there when you started off, did you go through phases where you weren't feeling like that beforehand and and what, what did you do or what were you, what were you saying to yourself to kind of turn that kind of mindset? Oh oh gosh, (laughs) that's a good (laughs) question. Yeah. I, um, oh wow. When I first started my business, I had the world against me. It felt like (laughs) it literally felt like that. You know, I, I mean, I was so young and people didn't believe in me, you know, and I'd say, Hey, I have a really good idea. I want to, you know, start a business and I'm really passionate about it. And I have all these ideas and I want to make it happen. And people would just look at me like, what, what are you saying? What are you thinking? You know, you're only 22. You can't start this. You're a female, right? Um, So I think I just had to, you know, block. And to be honest, all of that negativity kind of empowered me more to kind of prove those people or those situations wrong, you know? Um, And I think that in itself, in a way, that was my driving force, And I look back at it now and I'm very thankful for the pushback in a way because it made me say, you know what? I can prove them wrong. I can do it. Um, And that was was me motivating myself to really prove them wrong. And I have proven them wrong. I've built a business to multi-seven figures, which is, I still can't believe it to this day. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, it's, and it's accomplishment now. And I can look back and say, I did it. So that is super, super far- powerful. And in the beginning, you know, if you can just have that in the back of your mind, like, yes, you can do it. You can make it happen. And you're going to look back one day and say to all those people that, you know, thought you couldn't do it, that yes, you did it and, and you did prove them wrong, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You've <laughs> mentioned a couple of times there about, you know, almost throwing yourself into it and then learning learning as you go along. Yeah. I think, you know, going back to the negatives of overthinking sometimes, we can get into the mindset of overthinking things, which then creates even more uncertainty and doubt than there was in the first place. Because of course when yeah. you think into something, you start thinking about stuff that wasn't even in your mind in the first place. And before you know it, five problems become 30 problems and then you just cancel it out completely. Yes. Oh my gosh. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> I've definitely met. You know what? Even to this day, I would say like, you know, I've met a lot of my goals as an entrepreneur and as a businesswoman. Um, but I think I still go through those um, self-doubt times. You know, I think everybody does. Mm. As successful as you are, 
even the greats, you know, multi, multi millionaires and the, you know, the people that I look up to, they go through those situations too. I think you, that's constant. And it's you, as you get, you know, more experience under your belt and everything, you learn to kind of push that away when it comes up. But I think it's, it's just, you know, it still comes up and it's still going to happen, but you learn those practices to kind of say, nope. Okay. You know what? Fear gone doing, you know, yeah. it's kind of like you get that. You have to just, it's a, it's a learn. You're right. In the sense that it's a learned experience and it's, it takes time to learn. And sometimes, and one of the biggest thing lessons that I've learned in business is it takes patience too, you know, Definitely. to really be patient and take the time you need to, to learn again, you're not going to be perfect. You're going to do things wrong a hundred percent but you have to have that patient and just keep going, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely agree there. I mean, you mentioned there about, you know, even people like yourself and the most successful people in the world are always going to have these moments, but the more times, as you said earlier around, you know, facing these challenges and, and adversity and moving forwards, the more you can draw on that and think, well, I've, you know, face and putting, putting things into perspective and thinking, well, I've faced challenges in the past and, you know, I've got through them and having a bit of, gratitude at the same time so of you know look where I am now and what I've become yeah that's I very powerful so powerful forwards. yes absolutely I mean we've been talking I suppose delving into not just the negatives but you know why it's important to act immediately but are there any other benefits would you say from you know people acting immediately rather than overthinking um yeah I think you know you, you want to, you have to start your journey somewhere, <laughs> right? Um, yep. I think just getting that action and making it happen. And, you know, you'll, you'll find when I, when I take action, I start putting my message out there to the universe um, and to, you know, my online following and throughout my business, even in speaking engagements and, and different things like that. It's just, you, you hear feedback from people, Right. And you can always tailor your message, you know, along the way. So I think it's important to, again, even if it's not perfect, get that out there. You know, it's great to get feedback. You want that feedback 100% because you always want, as business owners and as entrepreneurs, you always want to make yourself better. You're constantly striving to make yourself better, make your business better, make your message and your, what your, what your services are, what your product is. You're always learning on how to make it better. Right. So I think it's important to get that, to take action, really to get that amazing feedback that you're not going to get if you don't take action. Definitely. Definitely. And I think, I think you touched on the point earlier on once, once you do throw yourself into something, that that fear almost starts subsiding and you realize that you know if you change your mindset around it this is a an opportunity to learn and to grow it's not necessarily a challenge that you have to struggle through it's something that you can sort of delve into and find yeah and there's always yes exactly and you know what there's always room for change you know, people think that oh, I have to have, like you said earlier, you know, I have to have it planned perfectly. I have to do my launch perfectly. You know, my copy, my website, my social media, blah, blah, everything, you know, in the business world these days has to be perfectly planned and perfectly ready. But 
what you don't realize is that you're always changing it and you can, and you can make changes down the road, you know, and you can add things and you can take away things and, you know, really just work on that. And I think that's the most important thing. Like I'm actually working on it. I'm really excited about it. Actually, I'm launching a new brand um, very soon and I've been working on it, you know, for the past few months, just kind of getting everything together. Um, It's not perfectly perfect right now. (laughs) I'll be honest, you know, Yeah. but I'm ready to get it out there. I'm excited to get it out there and I want to hear feedback and I want to hear the response from people. You know, are they going to like it? Are they going to not like it? And I think it's important even to, you know, get that feedback and then you can tailor it and you can always do a relaunch and you can always do things down the road to, you know, to tailor that a little bit, but it's important to just take that action. So I'm doing it. If I can do it, then you can do it too. You know, that's what, that's what I tell my, my clients and my audience for sure. Yeah. And I mean, you know, speaking from my experience, I mean, you know, not another sales guy, there were a lot of things, you know, I started this just over two and a half, three months ago now. And there were mm-hmm. a lot of things at the time that I could have probably overthought. And, I, and even looking back on the last three months, there's changes in terms of what I thought would work and yes, my approach. Yeah. But I've had to put it out there and kind of, you know, as you said, seek feedback directly yeah. or indirectly and think, you know, from myself and from other people, what works for me, what's more my style. And it all comes down to, I suppose, this authenticity of this is what people buy into a lot these days is seeing that someone's being themselves. Really. Yes. I mean, a lot of people in the, in the world of sales say, oh, people buy from people because they like them. But most importantly, it's because they trust them. And the mm-hmm. more you can see someone being authentic and the real them, the more likely you are to buy into them and trust them, which is, which is the key element, really. Yes, absolutely. Authenticity is huge. I mean, look at, you know, anytime, I mean, me personally, anytime I go to buy something, if it's online, if it's offline, you know, I want testimonials. I want feedback. I want to know what I'm buying from, who I'm buying from, yeah, what I'm buying from, you know, what is the product? What is the service? Um, so, and you're right. It really comes down to trust, trusting that brand, trusting the person behind the brand, trusting the product, um, and trusting that service to, in order to make that decision and, and follow that brand and, Again, finally, of course, purchase from that brand, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and this is how it all links back to if you are overthinking things, the more likely you're going to come across as less authentic. Whereas if you're acting on it immediately, people are mm-hmm. going to see the, the raw self of you almost sometimes, which is what people mm-hmm. buy into. And as you mentioned earlier on, relate to most importantly. Totally, totally. People love the raw. Like look at Facebook Live, Instagram Live. You know, people are just going on there and just being hey, this is me in my home and here's what I have to offer. People love that stuff. Mm. They're diving right into it, especially this generation. Um, you know, millennials and, and whatnot. It's, it's, we, they want the realness. There's no, there's no over-editing anymore. I mean, you can tell when even photos online and, um, you know, videos and all these, these things that we use to promote our brands, you can tell when they're over-edited. Um, and you know, they don't get as much, I find, and I've, what I've seen is that they don't get as much engagement Yeah. Uh, and the rawness and the realness is so much more engaging because people again, relate to it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, drawing back to why people overthink and, and you're talking about you know, social media these days is that it's the kind of fear of other people's opinions or seeing other people 10 steps ahead of them and thinking, I can't, I can't do that. I need to be better. I need to mm. plan more when it's like mm-hmm. you know, those people probably start exactly where you are just by throwing themselves into it and learning as they go along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. That actually, you touched on a very interesting point there. I had a, uh, I had a meeting the other day with, um, um, a PR expert, uh, media and PR, and she was talking about, you know, how she sees, you know, a lot of PR and media experts out there that are huge. And she used the word huge, right? Yeah. And I asked her and I said, well, why do you, I mean, how do you know that person's huge? And she goes, well, you know, they have a big following and they have this and that. And like, well, I'm like, and, and, you know, she, oh, she said very successful and very, and huge. Right. And she used those words. And I said, well, do you know their business? Do you know, you know, are they, how do you know they're successful? Maybe they're not successful. You don't know that. Right. All you see is your perception of them. Yeah. And that means that that person, whether they're successful or not, I'm not saying that they're not successful, of course, but whether they're successful or not, it's the perception you're seeing, you know, you perceive that person to be successful because obviously the big part of it is their marketing. They're doing something right in terms of marketing, right? Yeah. And branding. And you're perceiving that person, wow, they must be successful because, you know, they have an awesome brand and what I call irresistible brands. Um, and they're doing, you know, social media and they have a podcast and they have, you know, a YouTube video and they're, they're must be successful, but all that person's really doing is taking action yeah. and putting themselves out there. And you know what? They've got great marketing behind it and they've got a great brand. And that's mm. probably, that's what I teach in my new, in my founder freedom business, um, that I'm, that I'm launching very soon is the power of that and how that can change perceptions, right? Definitely. And it's very, it's very, very, very powerful. It's, I could talk about that for hours, to be honest. Maybe we can just go through all that and, and um, delve into a bit more of, of that world. Yeah. So for the, for the listeners, people listening then, you know, we've talked about overthinking change and acting on it immediately how can people become better do you think at you know less overthinking and more acting how can they become better yeah how can they how can they make it more of a habit to stop overthinking change and you know throw Um, them again i think like you i mean once you start taking action it, it becomes more comfortable you know so you just have to get over that first hump it's almost like a I, if I could visualize it, it's almost like a mountain. You're climbing up a mountain. And if you're, if you get over that first peak, you know, then you're, you're, you're almost there. Yeah. You're getting further to the goal. You know, if your goal is at the very top of that mountain, you have, you know, lots of hurdles to go to before that goal, you know, that is, that is one goal. So it's one goal gone you're, and it makes you that much more confident to go into the next. So yeah. I really find when, you know, myself and my clients and 
and people I work with, when they start that journey, they start taking that action, they start putting the stuff out there, it becomes easier and they, and they gain that confidence more. Mm. Um, so if you can just get over that first hump, you know, and even that first hump, I understand, can be super intimidating and hard to do, but you just have to push yourself. And again, not keep in your mind, you know, if it's good enough, it's good to go. Absolutely. Yeah. And on that as well, you know, you mentioned about these, these little hubs. I think sometimes people can feel overawed by this big, huge change that they want to achieve. And like you say, it's just breaking it down into something really small that, you know, mm. in, in the in the grand scheme of things might not seem like a lot, but it just gets you started into that habit yeah. of that routine. So if it's setting up a business, it might be looking into the overheads, for example, if you want to start a nutrition business or something, but something that you could do in a day and look back on and go, do you know what? You know, I've made the first step, but I'm further where I am today than I was yesterday. For sure. Yeah. And if you're afraid to, you know, even on the online atmosphere, just just start, even just start posting about, you know, what you're doing and, yeah. and start getting some small feedback here and there. And even that action alone can kind of help you develop your brand a little bit easier and, and start taking more action, you know? Yeah, and and this comes and, back no, to and I, yeah, and Sorry, I will say on. one one last thing I want to say is, you know, I always say don't be afraid to ask for help, too. Especially women, I find women entrepreneurs. You know, we we and I know this from my own experience. It's like I want to do everything myself and get it all done, and you know, I can't ask for help because I need to prove to myself and to others that I can do it myself. But if you ask for help, you know, sometimes that helps you move further. Mm. And if you don't, and whether that's like, you know, coaching or whether that's, you know, tech help, whatever that help is, it can help push you further to your goals. And sometimes people need that little bit of push, you know, they need that little bit of um, motivation. And sometimes, you know, if you can't get it from deep down within, which I understand a lot of people can't then find a coach or a mentor, somebody that, you know, relates, that understands you, that relates to you and they will push you and they will hold you accountable um, to take that action that you so desperately want to do. That you so desperately know that you need to do, but sometimes you just need help, you know? Yeah, that's such a valid point. And I think it comes back to, as you mentioned earlier, that even the most successful people, they all have, you know, an inner circle of people that they can oh, bounce yeah. ideas off and no one is alone in their thinking. And like you say, sometimes you can get into that trap of thinking, well, I've got to make it a success. You know, I've, my yes. pride and everything, I want to I want to do this by myself and prove people wrong, particularly, again, when you're thinking too much about what other people are doing and thinking, no, I'm fine, I can do this alone. I think yeah. that's a great point. And also, when you mentioned before, you know, just about getting started and even just posting about what you want to do. I mm-hmm. talked a lot about um a couple of weeks ago around the power of stories that how more how much more memorable they are and it's almost uh i've been reading mm-hmm. gary Chuck's book and it's not about creating content it's documenting it it's telling people the story behind your brand and your business sometimes and yes. letting people sort of delve into that rawness as we talked about earlier and that authenticity and stories are just so much more memorable i mean everyone can remember their favorite film the storyline from start to finish but, you know, if you ask someone to remember six months ago, the last sales meeting, they probably find it very hard to do so. 
There is stories. We remember stories we were told as children. We remember all of that because as humans, that's how we operate in terms of what we buy into. And and that's why, you know, the biggest brands in the world we, we love to buy from is because of the story they have, not just what they sell. Yeah, absolutely. I always say that you want to tell your why. A lot mm. of people miss that out or miss that in their business. And they don't tell their why and why are they doing this? Why are they creating this brand? Why are why do they have these products for the world to to have and the world that the world needs? And and that you're right, in 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 a way they that's how they tell their story and why they've created this. You know, and that is something that's sometimes missed. I've seen that a lot. Definitely. And I think another important point for listeners thinking, how do I get better at acting? is just accepting the unknown. I think sometimes people go into it fearing, thinking, oh, something's going to come up and I'm not going to know it. And it's like just almost expecting it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, and that's, that's definitely okay. And you know what? To be very frank and very transparent, it's going to happen. You're yeah. going to hit those roadblocks where you're you don't have the answers, and that's okay. It's, it's okay to to not know everything. You know, I'm still learning. You know, even again back to the most successful people in the world. I just sat down with, um, you know, somebody from Dragon's Den. You know, a big mentor of mine, and he's still learning too. Um, it's a Canadian. I don't know if, if you know what Dragon's Den is, but it's <laughs> yeah, the, Canadian, the Canadian version of Shark Tank. We've got Dragon's Den over here. Okay, you do. Perfect. Yeah. So it's uh, Brett Wilson. I actually sat down for coffee with him the other day and he's just so brilliant. Um, but you know what? Even people like him, they're still learning. Everyone's learning and that's all right. You know? Absolutely. And I think that's yeah. what people are scared of, but definitely definitely know that you're not going to have every answer. And again, ask for help. You can seek those answers, you know, and, and find those answers quite easily, but you're not going to be perfect. You're not going to be the end all be all. You're not going to have all of the answers and that's totally, totally okay. Definitely. And I think such a fundamental point that sits around this, throwing yourself into it is that passion and that positive mindset of, as you mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to think if you really believe in it and it's something that you really care about and feel that you can add value, add value to the world from showcasing and sharing, then just run with that because that alone that people are going to be able to see, buy into, and that's what's going to keep you going really through this fear mm-hmm. of change sometimes because if the passion's there and it, the goal's strong enough, then whatever comes your way, you know, as you mentioned, your why is clear in your head that you can push past it. Mm-hmm. That is very, very powerful. Powerful mindset. Mindset Definitely. hacks 101. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So you know, hopefully for the listeners there, there's some there's some really practical points for you know how to get better at acting and rather than overthinking. What I'd love to do now, Rachel, and you know, you've mentioned it a couple of times um, throughout the podcast already, but just delve into a bit more around your own motivations, goals, your story of success so far, because I think mm-hmm. you know, from this point of view, it'd be great to, to get an insight into if people are listening, thinking, you know, I'd love to be where you're at right now, but you know, how do I even start those first few steps? So I'd love to know, first of all, is there, you know, over your career or, or life so far, is there any particular story or 
memory that you have that's always stuck with you or, or a mantra that you believe in? Yeah, well, there's lots of them. <laughs> uh, memory um, that relates to taking action? Anything, anything at all. Oh my gosh, yes, of course. I think, um, well, when I wanted to start my new brand, which I'll be launching very soon, which I'm very excited about, um, it's called Founder Freedom. And I was... It was just last August. I was in a little bit of a crossroads, to be honest. I, you know, I've met a lot of my business goals. You know, I've, I've reached, you know, the multi-seven-figure level. And my business is it's going great. But I'm missing, I felt, you know, I, I felt at the time that it's time for me to, to help in a different way, to help People like myself, entrepreneurs, which I'm very, very, very passionate about and of inspiring and motivating um, people to not only become entrepreneurs, but what I call become freedompreneurs. And there's a little bit of a difference. Um, I think a freedompreneur is somebody that really lives and works freely. And the reason why I say that is because when I was hitting that crossroad point in my life and my career, I wasn't allowing myself much of the freedom part of my business, right? So I was successful, you know, I've made my sales goals, you know, I, you know, I've done all these great things in business and I'm hustling hard and I'm in the office nine to five every day. But at the same time, I'm not I'm not allowing myself the freedom that I so desired um, and wanted, you know, the freedom to take the time for myself and to travel and to, you know, just be with family and all these things. And I think as an entrepreneur, that's, that's a lot of the time um, on the last, the last thing on the bucket list. Right. Yeah. So, you know, when I hit that crossroad, I really realized I want to, do this for myself, of course, number one. And I want to teach other entrepreneurs how to live and work freely as well, mm. which is I could go on for hours on that topic alone. Um, but if, you know, to your listeners and to whoever's listening right now, um, I will be launching my new brand soon and I will be having a lot of, um, you know, topics and I will be launching actually a podcast of my own to talk about uh, freedom entrepreneurship in more detail. But essentially, I think, you know, when I, when I made that decision that, okay, I'm going, I'm going to create a brand for freedompreneurs, for entrepreneurs that want to become freedompreneurs. And I got really passionate about it and really excited about it. And I was on my honeymoon. I remember at the time I was looking out in the ocean and I just, I just honestly had that epiphany moment and I'll never forget that moment. I just knew that this was my next calling and this is what I have to do. And from that point on, the rest is history. I've got my website up, got everything ready to go. Like I said, I'm launching very in the next couple of weeks, which I'm super, super excited about. Yeah. Um, but I just, I made it happen. And, and that, again, the power of that passion. Yeah. Uh, and I knew I wanted to give back to the world in some way. And this is my, my way of kind of giving back, right? Absolutely. 
Yeah. So I suppose going back to one of my earlier points, you know, when you had that epiphany, what were some of the first few steps that you did? You know, when we're talking about breaking it down into these smaller goals, what what were the tangible things or the actions that you carried out from the following days or weeks from that epiphany? Um, well, I went through my whole marketing strategy that I will be launching soon to teach um, other entrepreneurs how to really, really create an irresistible brand that yeah. will relate to, you know, obviously, you know, I could, again, I could go on for hours about that. Um, but finding that niche um, demographic and tailoring your marketing and your messaging and your branding and all of that fun stuff, that is my passion and that's what I teach. Um, I went through that whole process um, of creating my brand and then diving into, you know, the messaging and the marketing and the, and who's my niche and who's my audience and all of that fun stuff to creating, to launching my brand, which I'll be doing in the next couple of weeks. Great. Sounds very exciting. I mean, I can tell just by speaking to you on the topic <laughs> of passion that you're very passionate about it, which is you know fundamental to any success yes. that anybody sort of puts their mind to. Yes. So for yourself, you, you mentioned, you know, you met with, um, uh, an individual from Dragon's Den, but is there any other ways that you source your inspiration from and, and or, your, or your motivation? And how do you stay motivated? Um, I, you know what? To be honest, it is it is the the founder freedom lifestyle that is my motivation, and that's what keeps me motivated. If I can create a business, uh, a sustainable, successful business that I can live and work freely. That is so motivating to me. You know, everybody wants that dream. Everybody wants to be on a beach or wherever they love, you know, in the world and have their business too and work from anywhere in the world, right? Yeah. So that alone is, I think, one of my greatest motivations. And that alone, and that's what I'm building, my tribe of freedompreneurs to really do that. Like, because it is possible and I've figured out the way to do it. And that's kind of what I'm going to be teaching when I launch. Um, but that is the goal. That's the, that's the motivation, you know, that freedom yeah. lifestyle is that motivation. Absolutely. And just out of curiosity there, you mentioned, you know, being on a beach, what, what's, <laughs> what's top of the, what's top of the bucket list at the moment for the <laughs> two or three destinations? Oh, I love, I love beaches. I love traveling. I'm a huge traveler. Um, well, next actually me and my husband are going to be going to Africa. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we'll be, uh, planning that trip probably in the fall. So we're really looking forward to that. Great. <laughs> Great. And you've, you've mentioned um, a number of times throughout the podcast around creating goals and you know, having, a, having a strategy and a plan in place. And I, I find having spoke to a number of successful people and being around people over my career that they've always got a kind of set routine of how they get themselves in that state of mind, particularly at uh, you know, the start of the week or you know, even at the end of the weekend. Do you have anything that you do, for example, yes. like other? Sunday evening or a Monday morning that, that really gets you into the zone? Yes. So I would, and this is again, part of my freedom lifestyle. I a hundred percent make a commitment to myself that especially throughout the week, because you know, my, my work week is generally speaking um, Monday to Friday. Yeah. Um, 
and I work on the weekends too, but certainly I make the time every day to either go to a yoga class, get my mind in a state of comfort and happiness is so important because I find a lot of entrepreneurs these days um, are just hustle, hustle, hustle and doing the grind and don't give them time for themselves to whether it's like a, a, a meditation in the morning or, you know, a yoga class, maybe midday or end of day, taking that time for themselves or maybe going for a run or maybe reading a book, whatever they enjoy doing and makes them happy. Taking that time to do that is so important because you don't want to burn out. People yeah. burn out and I've burned out. I've hit rock bottom. I swear to God, oh my God, I had a mental breakdown, you know, a couple months ago. <laughs> I, you know, if I don't take the time for myself and, and do that and, and make and commit that into my routine, then I'll burn out. And that was definitely not good for my business, right? So that's huge for me, definitely. And you've kind of touched on one of them there. By, um, but my next question is, for the listeners, is there any other practical advice or tips that you'd give them related to anything that you do that that's kind of made you successful or that they could start doing or instilling in their everyday life? Um, there's so many, <laughs> but I would say, you know what, again, the number one thing that I've learned as an entrepreneur and as now a freedompreneur is to really take the time for yourself. I can't stress that enough, especially when you're starting a business. I know it can be, you know, you have a million things on your to-do list. Mm. You have a million, you know, accomplishments that you want to do. And it's, it's obviously very addictive and it, you can just find yourself doing the grind. And yes, I hundred percent, I know that feeling do the grind. Of course, like that is what you're doing to start your business. But at the same time, you need to make time for yourself and you need to, whether it's even a couple minutes or, you know, an hour of your, of you time, whether it's with family or again, doing these freedom lifestyle activities um, to really make sure that you're balanced and that your business is going to succeed so much better from that too, because it makes you happy. And if you're not happy and if you're burnt out and you're stressed and you have all, you know, you're looking at a constant to-do list every single day and you're not taking time for yourself, then you're going to find hardship and you're going to not find those successes that you want. And your business is not going to succeed as much as you want as well. Right. So I think that's my biggest advice. Um, and that's what I teach in Founder Freedom um, and I teach ways to do that and I go really deep into that stuff. <laughs> so I'll just stop right there, but definitely what I've learned. And that is the biggest learning lesson for me, um, in the last seven years of building my empire is learning that freedom lifestyle and, and learning how to manage my business while, um, doing the things that I love as well and doing those, um, taking that time for myself um and those practices yeah and i think you know you've mentioned a point there about you know taking time for yourself with its family and i think people often forget that's going back to this sort of rawness and being yourself and being authentic that 
you're made up of the people around you, whether that be your family, your friends, the mm-hmm. things you do, the things that make you happy. And then you start a business or you get into this kind of mindset. Because you ignore all of that, you become less you and more kind of unnatural, really, which then can sometimes carry wow. through to when you're coming across in the business because you don't have that authenticity that's made you who you are to start it in the first place. That's a very good point. Yes. Oh my, oh man. (laughs) This is a whole different topic we could be going on to right now. It's probably another podcast for another day. Oh, I would love to dive deeper into that stuff for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, But I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know what? You make a really good point there. I've been there too, you know, where I'm just, my head is in my business and it's not coming up for air and I'm not breathing. And I just, you know, you get in this, state of mind where it's you're right it's not you're the authentic you yeah and life experience is so huge you know we've all we're only and again back to the freedom lifestyle you're you're on this planet for a reason i believe i believe we're all on this planet for a reason to give back to do something spectacular right Mm. and if you don't enjoy life experience and really take and you know put your phone down and take that time to really engage with what life has to offer and those life experiences then you won't like basically if you don't do that stuff then your business will suffer from it and your life will suffer from it so i think that's super important to to take that time to experience all the amazing things that life has to offer. Definitely. And I think also taking that time to reflect, coming back to gratitude, for example, if you have been working on it for even some weeks, months, years, is to reflect on what you've done already. And taking Mm -hmm. that time to have some gratitude for it will help you sort of move forward to realizing how far you've come. Whereas, as you say, if you just keep your head in the business, you feel like you're constantly chasing something that it's never enough. But if Mm -hmm. you get into that habit of reflection, time for yourself, that can continue so that you're actually essentially living life and not just like working towards an end goal that is consistently forcing you to have your head down. Yeah, absolutely. Super, very important. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Well, well, Rachel, thank you so much. It's been, oh, it's been a, you know, pleasure. a real pleasure speaking to you today and, and, and picking your brains um, around, you know, why people overthink change and how they can act on it. And founder freedom sounds like an exciting um, project that's I believe going to be starting up middle of June is that correct yes that's correct yeah you can go to for the listeners out there you can go to uh, rachelwhynot.com and you can check it out um, and again I just have a lot of value that I want to share um, so I'm really excited about it and you know you can sign up there I'll be sending out a lot of freebies, especially in the beginning, <laughs> because I want to I want to provide a lot of value to my um, to people that are passionate about you know becoming a freedompreneur. Um, and I love I love teaching that stuff. So I'm really excited about it. So if you want to learn more, definitely head out head to rachelwhynot.com and I'll catch you there. Great. Great. And, you know, nearer the time, I'll, 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 I'll post that out as well for any of the listeners uh, that want to follow that out. But um, Rachel, thank you very much for your time and for people listening. It was so great. I love diving into those topics and I'll, 
we'll do it again sometime absolutely so um so everyone listening stay tuned for another episode of not another sales podcast thanks for listening people to stay up to date with the latest posts from rachel you can find her on instagram under i am rachel why not that's rachel r-a-c-h-e-l and for myself not another sales guy with an underscore for each in instagram or chris hatfield through linkedin but until next time stay tuned for another episode of not another sales podcast